feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who go on this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Crumb Life Sports Talk We are live here in Arizona Demery Lachey is in the studio I am 888-346-9144 I think that is the number uh, we haven't had any If you know the number, you know the number Give us a call if you want to join the show we got a lot to talk about Definitely the the uh, wild card that we had And it was wild mm-hmm. Definitely going to mm-hmm. get into that Got to mm-hmm. get into that mm-hmm. I'm going to talk a little basketball first though uh, More so the New Jersey Nets uh, That's that's what we're going to get into What? Yes Who? Nets What? Okay Kentucky, said basketball, right? Kentucky and New Jersey, yeah the basketball, basketball Nets? The New Jersey Basketball Nets. Or Brooklyn Nets. Brooklyn. Okay. Brooklyn. What would be Brooklyn Wildcats in a minute? <laughs> Let's get into that. We are here. New Jersey Nets. Brooklyn Nets. I still call them New Jersey Nets, but Brooklyn Nets. Same thing. Yeah, pretty much. They, 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 you losing, you losing. You call, you call a loser. You call a loser. <laughs> no matter where you, you at. <laughs> you call a loser anything you want to, especially if you consistently lose. How it's grown man's in an organization with millions of, actually billions of dollars, you cannot figure out. Now, they're owned by this Russian uh, Mikhail uh, something, 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 last name O.V. Um, they were owned by this Russian billionaire. Mm-hmm. But before that, you were still, if you can do what you're trying to do for the Sixers by taking Colangelo to Philadelphia to, to straighten up, that's, and I know why you got to do it. I know why the uh, Silvers have to do it, the uh the uh, head guy for the NBA commission. I know why you have to do it. When the Philadelphia 76ers goes into an arena, there is no ticket sales. No one's coming to watch whomever that team is that they're playing. There's no ticket sales. That loses money for the NBA. The NBA is not going to have – they're not going to have losing money because of one team that just stinks so bad. But that one team in the Philadelphia 76ers, they were tanking for three to four years trying to get the number one draft. Right, so of course. Now – Three or four years in tanking, and then they might get the number one draft again if the Phoenix Suns don't get it. Phoenix Suns, we'll get into that also. But in this tanking for three or four years that Philadelphia Philadelphia 76ers did, they should be producing some things right now. And they got a lot of first-round guys that they can use for trade or they can or they can play these guys and get some type of chemistry, some type of experience to win some games. But when you're losing money in arenas because you are the team there, Adam Silver's not going to have that as the NBA commissioner, so he brings the Colangelo. Now, the the Brooklyn Nets, they fired, who they fired? Their coach was uh, Hollis. They fired their coach, Lionel Hollis. Lionel Hollis. Uh, Gr- Lionel Hollis is a pretty good coach. So maybe it has something to do with the players they had over there. Of maybe course. it has something to do with the ownership of the team who doesn't know anything about basketball. There's no basketball in Russia. Olympics, but there's no basketball in Russia. But you're a businessman, you're a businessman, so you do things to make money, obviously. And you fire Lionel Hollis and you reassign the, um, who's, let me find out who they reassigned as the uh, GM. No, they fired yeah. GM. Yeah, they, they got rid of um, they, they, Billy King. No, they right? re, re, yeah, they fired him, but they reassigned him oh, to well, another position, which is. That's fine. Which, it is fine, but you fire me, you don't, unless, I get, unless I'm getting the same pay, I don't care where you reassign me. You reassign me to the bathroom stall. Give me my six figures, as long as I'm not cleaning up no stuff. But here, here we go. The New Jersey Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. I keep calling them New Jersey. 
Let me stop playing around with the, with the New Jersey thing. The Brooklyn Nets, uh, they're in talks of hiring John Calipari. Now, John Calipari had his stint in the um, he has his stint in the NBA. It didn't work out. He's back in college. If I didn't want to go with a great institution, well, a great university, I should say, institutions seem like a crazy place, but college, most colleges are, and a great place like the Kentucky University of Kentucky, if I really didn't want to go, I would make the price for me coming to your team enormous where you're either going to do it or you're not because I'm perfectly fine where I am. Mm-hmm. His asking price through his agent is 10 years, $120 million. Guaranteed. 10 years, $120 million guaranteed with the option, not the option, but with power and control. Mm-hmm. If he gets that, that's telling me that they are in desperate needs of getting the winner. But here's what's going to happen. Think about how many guys from Kentucky, University of Kentucky, is in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Think about these are the guys that he recruited out of, out of high school. They are still young guys because everybody out of Kentucky comes out. They don't go past three years. You have to be the third, maybe fourth guy on the bench to stay three to four years at Kentucky. Or have a couple injuries. Or have some like injuries. Like pointers to the guy they have right there. That's in the Who NBA. should have been gone last season right. if, if it weren't for injury. But, yeah. So you got that many guys in the um, – and here's why I say it would be Brooklyn Wildcats. In three or four years, a lot of these guys will be free agents. If he takes the job now and has power and control, he's just going to recruit those guys. When you can play for a team, it looked like the like the Golden State Warriors, whom I'll talk about a little bit later, but just a tad bit. But when you got guys that want to play for you, when you got guys who they understand your language, your lingo, they understand everything about you and you, them, mm-hmm. It's easy to win games. I don't care what kind of game it is. It's easy to do that because you're going out there and playing. No matter what this, level, how different the no game matter is what from level, college the to the system NBA. don't change because you trust the guy you playing with, playing for, mm-hmm. and you, that guy trusts you. No matter you. what talent on the court. You, it's hard. No, you can have the worst talent, but it'd be hard. to be, You'll beat them every time, mm-hmm. but it'd be one of your toughest battles because you say this team doesn't quit. Mm-hmm. And eventually, if you break them, if they don't get any better from that, when you break them, then they start – you know, start pointing fingers. Losers point fingers. A lot of losers, uh, not not just sports, but in life. You you notice this. A lot of losers point fingers. When they consistently lose, they point fingers. And I get to uh, how I became a fan yesterday, and, and then I had to reassess my thoughts and say that was crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I understand it, but I, that's the Minnesota game, and I'll talk about that after this. But a lot of losers point fingers. But regardless of the talent you put up there, if everyone bought in, if everybody buys in, and there's a trust, and you just keep believing in the system that if we keep grinding it out, eventually this has to turn. But we have to stay the course. When you get one chink in armor, everything's going to start messing up unless you get that chink out. Right. And that's not a racial slur. That's uh, that's just getting the bad seed out of the uh, bunch. Should have said that. Getting the bad seed out of the bunch that um, if you don't get him or her out right away, then it messes up everything. Mm-hmm. So to your question, I don't care what talent's up there. You could probably beat the worst guys in the business consistently, but that wouldn't be, that's going to be one of your hardest fights. So Kyler Pry, 10 years, $120 million. You gonna You going to either give me my, 10, my $120 million in 10 years, guaranteed, or I'm going to stay in Kentucky and make that in 11 years. I don't think that's going to happen. Which I, part? I don't Which see part? the – come on. You're going to – 
Which part? I don't believe the ten year one twenty million guarantee. That's because he don't want to. That's literally like you just said. Like you said to your point. If that's my only option, (laughs) then something's wrong with the whole Brooklyn organization. If you would guarantee a, I don't care. Desperate. Yeah, you're definitely desperate. He spent some time in NBA and John Collipari career. Right. Was it very successful? Nah. Nah. So therefore, I don't know if I will go all in on John ten years. But look at all the coaches that went to from college to pro. Back to college, came back to pro and was successful. That's fine because you you learn a lesson. You do. You you, you learn a lot, and it gives you time to be patient and grow. Because you're coach. dealing with grown men too. That's fine, but exactly, you're dealing with a grown man, grown organization. This is not Kentucky basketball. You're not going out picking your players. You do have a cap. You do have a budget. So yeah, you you bringing in the top candidate, the top players in the NBA or the top recruits. That's not going to happen, right. you know, in Calipari eyes and. Is he successful without these top recruits? He had his time at UMass. He, he got into some trouble as well. And they weren't bad either. But they, they weren't bad. UMass, <laughs> but they got into some trouble. Yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I would not go all in. I would be like, hold on, hold on now, John. Let's, let's work out like a maybe a five, six, seven-year deal. Guarantee. No. If you're going to talk guarantee, okay, well, 10 years, but, well, okay, that's a me, whole decade. Here I, you go. And I'm saying that if I'm him, I'm saying give me $150 million. For 10 years. That's what I'm saying because I don't want to leave Kentucky. But if you're going to keep entertaining me with mm-hmm. the offers, that's why I'm saying it. Right. $120 million, guaranteed you can fire him in five years. You still got to pay him $10 million a year or 10 point something a year. Mm-hmm. You still have to pay me. This guy's going and, – and this is why the power and control comes in. He's going to get all his Kentucky guys. That's why he wants the power. Mm-hmm. That's why he wants GM ship. Mm-hmm. I create my own word. But that's why he want to be a GM. Yeah, because when these guys are free agent, he want to be able to go get them without the ownership saying you can't get them. Well, I'm the GM. Until you fire me as a GM, I'm going to get the players I can. Now, you mentioned something that doesn't happen in college. There's a cap in the NBA. So that the cap is only to make everything fair of how much money you can spend. You can spend it all on one person if you mm-hmm. want to, but then you're not going to have a team. So mm-hmm. the cap situation, the reason we have a, there's a cap on most sports, on all sports, most sports, it's so you can recruit or you can uh, free agency. It keeps the board balanced. And that's not always the case because if I'm better than everybody else and I just don't want to go to the team that's going to pay me the most money, I could go to New York and get a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I can go to Brooklyn and get a lot of money, and, but I won't win. Mm-hmm. I won't win. And that would be just for money purposes and I'll be out of there. And who's going to pick up that contract when it's time to trade me? Nobody. Right. So Calipari, he, Calipari, he just want the – you you gonna sign me for ten years and it's guaranteed. He said guaranteed. Yeah, he no said, question. If I'm Calipari, I would put up that that same negotiation myself. Guaranteed money. You trying to leave? You trying to have me leave the best program in college basketball, well known program for for decades? He'll make 120 million there. Besides UCLA, I mean, I think Kentucky probably has the second best history. KU has an argument with that. Indiana as well. But Kentucky basketball, it's it, it's what it is right now. In today's era, yeah, he can get any kid in the in the country. But Tubby Smith was—they were winning when he had him, right? And they were they were well, I, he he in Tulsa somewhere? Where yeah. is he now? Adolph Rupp, like back in the day, like Rupp Arena, <laughs> Kentucky, yeah, Kentucky was running this show. And you know what? They're back on top since Tubby. I think Tubby's whoa, Tubby is boy, he in Minnesota or is he, or he's, is he out? He's so, no, he's in. I okay. just saw him on the sideline somewhere, but <laughs> he's uh he's not in Kentucky. Of course not. But you think about the tradition that those guys, Adolph Rupp, and those guys started there. You going there for basketball? Mm-hmm. There was a time. It's kind of like KU. There was a time when the football team was good, but it wasn't consistently good. You mm-hmm. just had some spurts there because 
the atmosphere. When you're around great atmosphere, exactly. everything mm-hmm. changes across the board. Everywhere on campus, even your intramural soccer team is playing well mm-hmm. because of the atmosphere is changing. When winning, when winning is, well, winning is contagious. But when you winning consistently, and everybody's just proud to walk on that campus, even in wintertime, you see a full campus in the wintertime. People going to class mm-hmm. it's because they winning. Mm-hmm. Nobody goes to class when it's losing. <laughs> I don't even come out when the Cardinals used to lose. I'm like, I'm not. I don't feel like even going to Target. Oh, you was that guy? Yeah, oh, I'm man. not going out. I know it wasn't my fault. Go show your face. No, no, for what? For who? For you? No, no, no. Sit up me. in the home while we lost because I oh, know. Get out there. Yeah, we took a loss. I we'll know back. that loss had nothing to do with me. Said <laughs> so when we win, I, you know, major league sports. You're not winning for yourself. You're winning for the people in the town. So mm-hmm. you you got to keep the atmosphere and everything healthy. We had a lot of losing seasons here. But I can guarantee you this, I never felt like I lost any game. Right. Any game. Now, yeah, I was that guy. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel like going to Target mm-hmm. didn't, feel, didn't feel good. Yeah. It didn't feel the same. I mean, it's just like going when to I class went in, on I go Monday Target with, a, with George yeah. Jefferson walk. Yeah, <laughs> I walk a target like George. <laughs> you walk around twice, just twice. Just y- y'all ain't see me the first time. It's <laughs> <laughs> a new batch of people walk in five minutes later. No, <laughs> but back to this Brooklyn thing. I mean, I think Collar is out. I don't think Brooklyn will pull that trigger. I don't think he'll go. To, I don't think he'll leave. If, they, if Brooklyn pulls that trigger, they're <laughs> he's not leaving Kentucky unless he can get all his Kentucky players. He will get. He he's will going, get. Yeah. It may not be, you know. The John Wall, um, he'll get DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, Cousins is ready to get out of Sacramento. Cousins is a headache. Um, but Calipari can control that headache. Yeah, he probably can. Are you going to sit your these ass These other down? guys, like a, like a Devin Booker, these guys who just now come. No, they're, I think they're settled in. And John Wall, I think he's pretty settled in Washington. They take care, pretty good care of him. Um, but, yeah, he will get his fair share of the K- Kentucky guys. But can you win at that next level with guys like a Trey Lyles who's not, you know, when as a high draft pick, but is not showing anything on the court. Yeah, because he's on a he's not in that system. He's going to be in Calipari's system. He, you, it ain't. It's not that you could take a pro. Um, not that you could take a college team to the pros and you can consistently beat those. You taking a college team that consistently beat. You got three in the first round every year, damn near every year. But you taking some guys that believe in your system that's going to play hard for you, as opposed to trying to fit in when they go somewhere new. When you go somewhere new, you got to get the lay of the land first. Mm-hmm. If I'm going somewhere new and that and that coach that I know is there, I can walk around like I've been here before, like I know what's expected of me, and then play at a high level. When you not know, when you don't know what's expected of you, you walk around trying to fill it out. Mm-hmm. So the hesitation makes you slower. Yeah, it makes you thinking. I'm going to I a team where my coach is. Well, you don't co- have to hesitate. Yeah, I, get I don't have to think yeah. about anything. I can just go play. I get what you're saying, but saying I know me. I, well, ten, I can't ten, speak on it. my whole thing. Okay, let's 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 wrap it up. Ten years, 120 million. That's telling me. <laughs> that's telling me you don't want to leave Kentucky. Why would you? I, I, I would not give Kentucky, a coach ten years if he does that. If they do that and they rush and they got they got a lot of money because we knew that coming in. Mm-hmm. If they give him that, you just set the bar for every other coach that's really good. Mm-hmm. That can really coach on a pro level. That knows. I'm not saying he can't coach on a pro level. We watch coaches go from college pro back to college because they didn't understand you wasn't dealing with little kids anymore, right. and then back to pro, and they humbled themselves and say, "Okay, these are grown men," mm-hmm. and was successful and became successful yeah. on a, a professional level. Yeah, I think you look at Calipari's situation kind of like a Nick Saban. Why would you leave Nick Saban? Something great that you have implemented. That the guy in Seattle. You you bringing in more, way more money. Than some of the professional teams 
out there right now. So, you know, I wouldn't make that jump like unless you do an incredible lifetime deal <laughs> for another 10 years. Because after 10 years, Calipari can jump right back into college and would nothing change. You know what I'm saying? Because he's done it before. Ten year, not not ten years apart though. Not he not may retire separate. after that ten, but if he go, even he still has the luxury. If, oh, I can go back to college. If he goes straight. back to college after ten years, it <laughs> won't be as a coach. It'll be as a um, he'll be um, a overseer. I hate the word overseer, Athletic but he'll be director, yeah, I, yeah. Not even that. Maybe a conce- uh What is it uh, I'm looking for? He'd be a yeah man. He'll look over basketball operations for whatever university mm-hmm. that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I just see it like a Nick save. But who else would you have in line right now in Brooklyn? Honestly, I would not take the Brooklyn job at all. It's, I would it, take that job. Who was there? Joe Johnson? Second highest player, player in the NBA, and I think and, he only averaged about 13 points this year. And I was, I'm was i a huge fan of Joe Johnson. I thought, Why? I thought the Suns should not never got rid of him. Joe Johnson can shoot. He, he can was, play. He was nice in, in Phoenix. He was nice in Atlanta. He got yeah. to Brooklyn. His whole career just went downhill. Well, we talking we talking eight years There's later, no too. promise right now in Brooklyn. We're talking I, eight years later. There's nothing in Brooklyn but Brooklyn. What's up, Jay Z and them boys? Yeah, you got Jay-Z y'all, millionaire, y'all billionaires up there. What are y'all Jay-Z doing? Jay Z name. Jay Z, uh, don't y'all be fooled by Jay Z in the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, now he got <laughs> something in it. They can bring in all the name and all the money, right. but it's it's still the Nets. Nobody it's wants to Nets. put on a Nets jersey. You can be in a Trumansburg or Ithaca. Hell, still, it, it, it's guys who love to play for the Knicks right now. Madison Square Garden Knicks. And while they losing, well, while they're losing, because it's New York, because it's the it's the it's the it's that team. Mm-hmm. The New York Knicks. You got guys like Mark Jackson maybe up for that. Mark Jackson, I wouldn't go to Brooklyn. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go to Brooklyn. There's no Mark Jackson. What <laughs> did he do? Luca go, but that, they set that white boy up for. Um, they set him up for to get a a, um, a head coaching job. And I'm a Luke Walton fan. True. I'm a Luke Walton fan. Yeah, because what head he coach. did. Oh, he be head coach. But they how they did Mark Jackson is what bothered me. Tom Thibodeau. Tom Thibodeau is another good coach. I like him too. He might be a great fit for that. I like all these he, coaches, man. You, these guys are, but, but there's no Rooney rule in basketball. Right. Let me take a quick break. Kwamla Sports Talk, Demer Lache. We break, we'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. But tonight, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my penis. What sucks and fear? Making the tears rain down like a monsoon. Listen to the bass go boom, explosion. Welcome back. Formula Sports Talk. It is Monday morning. We are live. Demi Lachey is in the studio. Weekend was good? Oh, yeah. Great weekend. Great fun weekend. A lot of sports. Fun? Yeah, a lot of fun. sports. I mean, I didn't do too much. I didn't go out or nothing like that. Actually, I did. I went out for a little bit down on Mill Ave a little bit. So, um, yeah, you must have been fun because you don't know. Well, I was, in, I was in by like midnight, so it was it was enough fun. Well, is, that a good, is that a good thing? That's a great thing. Because if I'm out past the midnight era, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm still looking for more fun to get into. Trouble, trouble, oh, okay. exactly. dang near trouble. Trouble, I don't trouble. like trouble. I stay up, I, I stay out of trouble. But like dollar, like a dollar bill. Right, but you keep putting your hand in that fire after midnight. You know, it's like it's something you Take happen. that next drink, get in the car. You not, you know, you never know. What's, what's the drink at eleven fifty nine? At twelve oh one. I didn't say. I didn't say. I didn't say I was doing that. At, I just said I was at home by. Oh, at home. See, that's what I, people don't understand. Oh, you you at you got home at twelve o'clock. Yeah, yeah, okay. But you was on the road for twenty minutes, so it ain't like you left the place wherever you were at twelve. So it's like you was what, on the what road. What do you mean? I don't live too I, far. I know. From, uh, no, yeah, you fifteen minutes. Nah, I ain't cause nah, I'm I like five up. minutes away from Mill Avenue. What are you talking about? But yeah, but you went five minutes away from where you were. Oh, here you I know go. where you were. Yeah, five minutes the, away from break it down the time. I got to break it down because it makes sense. Not you, but just in it was general. Overall, eight minute trip. From the walk to the car, to the car to the to the park. Well, why you didn't just Uber? What I, I wasn't out belligerent <laughs> like it, it was. But you, a, but it you was had a, a drink. Night. If I'm eight minutes from where I'm I'm gonna be, that's a lift. I'm taking a lift or Uber. True. Because I'm I'm a drink. Then I can drink. Then I can stay till twelve oh one. True. I was being I was, I was being friendly. I was giving. You somebody you giving somebody a ride? Oh, giving. Okay. <laughs> so well, I'm gonna like, go out with you next time. Since you, when you friendly, <laughs> let me know when you friendly again. Um, I'm gonna take. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna take a lift though. Now I don't drink any hard liquor anymore. Anyway, I drink uh, just if anything, just wine. Now. Oh, yeah. I, I was in uh, California. I had to do some stuff. Yeah, you was in La Jolla. How you know? Greatest place to be. Come on, man. No, I know it's one of about you. No, I know, you know all your footsteps. No, you said, no one knows that. I know all of them. I'm there. <laughs> no one knows. I've that. been there. I guarantee you that. Anyway, no, you, you, you mentioned it last week. Yeah, so that's I know. Reason why I, I said. Um, <laughs> no, it was good. That's a great area. I heard. Not yeah. it, it is, but. It is, but I was I when I was out there when I'm playing with the Chargers. I was I just been in La Jolla all the time, mm-hmm. so it was it was a good time. Had a good time and um, got back late, man. I was mm-hmm. supposed to come back early in the day, but I got back late, which again it's not bad. Right, getting back late. Hung out with Hank from Tucson. Out there, we did some things, golfed a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, did the uh, Brigantine, did the uh, Red Tractors, off the chain. Shout mm-hmm. out to those two those two establishments. Let's get into some wild. But I was watching. Did you watch some football? I did watch some football. Watch some playoff football? Wild card weekend football? Here's where I turn into a fan. Now, Mm. before Mm. I say when I turn into a fan, let's just say you got petrified. You got scared. Because you come texting talking about, didn't I pick Minnesota? No, you didn't pick Minnesota. You picked Seattle. I was asking. I was making sure. You should know. I know I didn't pick the Vikings. Yes. I know I didn't pick them. You got like the Vikings lost. (laughs) You got like they lost. They didn't win. They didn't win. <laughs> they didn't win. Yeah, but when we were talking, they just all like of me us, right now. Well, speaking of uh, 
wild card and us talking. Kurt's not in today. He's on a what is it, a business trip? Yeah, I think so. On assignment. I talked to Cricket so. also. Okay. So she's following up today because of the uh, BCS game. There is a uh, – there's no, not for, the, not for this game, oh. but for the uh, pro stuff. We'll get into the uh, – we'll get into probably the last segment where teams going to be moving. Um, we'll right. be going on the, on the playoffs, second week of the playoffs. We had the wild card. Now it's time to get down to business. And this was down to business. It's time to recap. We'll recap that. And, but here's where I turn into a fan. Mm-hmm. Blair Walsh, the kicker for Minnesota. When he missed that, first of all, mm. okay, when he mm. missed that mm. game winner, 27-yarder, I'm like, what the, f- what you, you ain't going to put doing? the 27 in there. It was 27 He's, yards. He missed the field goal. It, 27 yards. Mm. He mm. kicked a 43-yarder mm. in that cold weather earlier. It was Stop 27 it. yards. We know. But uh, well, I know, but I'm saying, here's my, here's my point to it all. Mm. Mm. <laughs> when he missed that, here's when I turned into a fan. I'm like, what the, f- what are you doing? I, you, that's what you do. You make those kicks. Yeah. Then I reassess myself, saying I'm talking just like an idiot. So I'm talking like a fanatic, not a fan. Fans appreciate what that guy did all game. If anybody lost that game, Adrian Peterson lost that game. Now I agree, here, I agree to that. Here's here's what um here's what a somebody who got some sense in the head could see. If it wasn't for Blair Walsh, they wouldn't be anywhere near that game. Mm-hmm. He kicked three field goals, made it nine. Seattle came back in the fourth quarter on a mistake that. Uh, the quarterback Russell Wilson did not see. Looking at the defense, ball was snapped, went over his head, picked it up, throws it to Lockett. They make a move and make some make some things happen in the fourth quarter. They mm-hmm. were playing. We just saying. I kept telling you guys that Minnesota has a defense. I don't care how cold it is, and you kept y'all kept combating with me. What Seattle's defense? I agree with that, but y'all couldn't hear what I was saying about Minnesota's defense. So that was one of those games. Anyway, cold as it was, you gonna run a football. My point is. I had to reassess my my senses because if it wasn't for Blair Walsh, a guy who showed up after the game and took every question, every interview that right. they wanted, and then sat at his lock and broke down and cried because he know he's supposed to make that shot, to make that um, no question. that field goal. 27 yards, he's supposed to make that. I looked at the laces, and I said, oh, he can kick with the laces facing him. Yeah. Like, like you he said, did he kicked it. a 43-yarder with, with the, the laces. laces in. Yes. So I'm saying it's not a big deal, but – I'm not leaving anything to chance. I'm putting them laces right between the uh, field goal if I'm the holder. But the holder, was, you know, he held it the way he can kick it. Man. Oh, but when he missed that, I'm goodness. like, mm, what mm, just mm, happened? Mm, mm. Then I got a text. Somebody say it's conspiracy. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was all Kirk. Yeah, it was Kirk. It was conspiracy. I mean, did you see all the guys on their knees? Now here's a, <laughs> Yeah, I was on my knees, too, at the bar. At the bar? <laughs> I was on my knees. (laughs) What just happened? (laughs) But here's the teams I did pick. I picked Minnesota. So Minnesota played that, but uh, if Peterson, he tried to run hard. I don't think all the time you could run hard because we freezing out there. Freezing. But but you know when you're a kid, that's Mm -hmm. not freezing. Mm -hmm. You're a kid, you out there playing in that. You're playing in that and snow. Yes. But when you're playing some grown men, in the playoffs, some grown men, a little colder, some grown men, yeah, it hurts a little bit more. You won't be playing and all that. Ooh, if you break something, it don't hurt. So because you don't feel it. But when AP fumbled that football, yeah, he had 38 fumbles. I think he got 39 now. 38 fumbles coming into that game. Hold on to the football, you big dummy, you. You are not that. Nobody's that strong in the wintertime, Mm -mm. or in that conditions they were in, zero degrees. Sunny. I don't think it's him testing it to the string too much. He just didn't have a ball 
close to his body. If I'm, if you, he was if running you, with the ball out, like it was seventy, I, eighty degrees outside. I threw you a, a screen pass. You know what kind of game you're playing in by that at that point. Yeah, you know what kind of game you're playing in. I'd rather get tackled than try to fight for two more yards. When you fighting for yards, you loosen up your grip. Right, it's evident. I mean, it's proven. Mm-hmm. You loosen up your grips because you're trying to fight for more yards. Mm-hmm. If I'm a defense like Seattle who predicates himself on turning the football over. Cam Chancellor comes in there. Scoring defense. Sco- yes. Turn over the football. I'm going to go. I'm reaching for the football. They know he fumbles. Even when they had him wrapped up, there was guys going for the football, which you, which you do in that situation. Mm-hmm. So when I say they lost, they didn't lose the game, but they didn't win it. Mm-hmm. It's, it came down to me being a fanatic. Then I get in my, regaining my senses and say, you know, if it wasn't for Blair Walsh, they would not be in that situation. Mm-hmm. But that was his opportunity, Blair Walsh. That was his opportunity to capitalize on a great wild card playoff. It would have went down. You could have watched that, even though you know there wasn't a lot of scoring. That's mm-hmm. a game you would have watched the game because then you just know the kicker. It's a boring game mm-hmm. because of how football changed and how the NFL changed the game when it's, you make all the calls against the defense. It's a boring game, but you say, I'm going to watch that game again. This guy kicked his butt off. Right. <laughs> he could have capitalized on everything he did great. And I know how he feels that, you know, I did everything I did to keep us in it, and I prepared all year for these these type of moments. Right. You know, when you're a kid, and he's a kicker. You know, when you're a kid, it's like when we do as a kid. You start counting down, five, four, three, two, one, you take the shot, and you want to make it. So when kids do that and emulate that, emulate that right there, mm-hmm. all he's saying is, I can't wait till that big moment to have it. And mm-hmm. he's prepared for that big moment. Mm-hmm. He, hopefully he gets another one, and they wash it clean. And it takes his team to that next level. That's gonna be with him for the rest of his life. They're gonna show that. They're gonna show this game that clip. I couldn't think about Ace Ventura. The NFL, uh, the NFL loved it. They get another great memorable moment. Yeah. To keep showing on NFL films, even though we don't have NFL films anymore. But like you know those those storylines, and you you watch the drive. You watch you know so many epic moments in the playoffs. Minnesota Viking fans, they just added this one. And it's going to implement this this team, this wonder, organization for life. I wonder what does such that, a tough. Mm, it mm, is. Mm. I wonder what does that do for this team? Damn. What Mike uh, was it? Mike Zimmerman and uh, North Turner. Ooh. I wonder what it's going to do for this team. Is it going to propel them? It's, they fought that game. I'm, I'm be. I didn't, I didn't see Minnesota. I didn't think Minnesota was going to. They they were literally playing to win that game. I'm impressed. Even with AP Fumbling. getting trying to get extra yards, they were playing to win that game. They weren't playing not to lose. Look, you know, that's the, the, that's the concept. Minnesota going to come in here just, okay, we, we, we don't play not to lose. No, because they could have kicked the field goal 30 yards game. away. Right. 35 yards away. When when Adrian didn't get that first down, <sighs> I thought it was, well, oh, you got to kick the field goal. It was 26 seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. But Blair Walsh was kicking the ball in the end zone in that, in that type of weather. Lockett couldn't get anything mm-hmm. returned back. So he did his job, as far as I'm concerned. He just didn't finish his job. Mm-hmm. Um. But I wonder what that does to the Minnesota Vikings Man. as far as because cause they got those guys playing. And I'm Teddy Bridgewater. I told y'all this guy was he was he's okay. That one hurts. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna hurt. hurt. How, are they, it's one I think one or two things gonna happen. They're gonna come out and destroy a team next year because they're gonna have their new stadium. Mm-hmm. Super Bowl is there next year. Mm-hmm. They're gonna uh, or they just gonna say we're the same old Minnesota Vikings. I don't see that happening. I, I hope it don't happen because I, don't I like see it Minnesota. Happen. It it looks good in the NFC North. If Minnesota is one of those teams, mm-hmm. because of you just think about Green Bay, and it used to be Green Bay and Chicago. That's still a matchup, but 
Green Bay got to worry about Minnesota won the NFC North this year. They just didn't finish their season. Mm-hmm. Green Bay had to worry about Minnesota next year. If they can keep that team together, we talked about cap and, and all those free agency in basketball. It's the same thing in football. Mm-hmm. I got to be able to keep these guys. I can't give them. You can't keep them all, but I can't give away key pieces. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what's going to happen with that uh, Minnesota team. Seattle going to Carolina. Seattle escaped again. <laughs> they are two games away from the Super Bowl. Seattle, again. Seattle, Seattle. Here they and come. So are the Arizona Here come Cardinals. the 12s. They gonna try. We had too. a bye Here come the twelves. Yeah, we, Here yeah. come the Seahawks going back to Carolina. This is year three in a row in the playoffs. I got Carolina. Cam Newton already. I'm putting it on paper. I got Carolina. Cam Newton. You, you know what? It's kind of because Cam don't have anybody to throw to. Why do you pick Carolina in this? <sighs> this is an early prediction. It's only Monday. I know. You, you <laughs> I res- calm down. Me, calm down. I reserve. Uh, <laughs> Rice to change. I reserve rights to change my uh, prediction, but I'm going to Carolina on Monday. As a Cardinals guy, I would, I would think you would want Seattle to come why? to Arizona because Arizona gets a home game if if they beat Green Bay. No, no, no. Arizona, Seattle is better than Carolina. I'm looking at the but Carolina. You get to get the Seahawks, who've been the big brother in your division, the big brother of the NFC. You want them at home so you can beat no, I don't. the quote-unquote champs. I don't want anybody to got a good chance, a better chance to beat me than the team that they're playing <laughs> against. Carolina has a better chance. As a chance. competitor, I want that best team at home. Come on, Seattle. No, Come no, on with not, it. Not me. Come on with it. I get you at home. How many opportunities in the Red sea? do you get to go to the Super Bowl? In the Red Sea? Oh, not many at all. Okay, so I don't want to play a team that's just been to the Super Bowl twice, and they should have won two Super Bowls back-to-back. Back. But you get them at home, and you could just smack them in their mouth after they smacked you in the mouth. I, I'm battle-tested. I'm already battle-tested. I'm 13-3. and three. I'm battle-tested. That that loss to um, Seattle in the last game means nothing to me, only that my mentally, mentally, I want to beat them at home so I, they know we can beat you at home. Arizona Cardinals can beat the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. They want the Seahawks so bad. I think that game, that, I said that, that, this. that loss that yes. Arizona had, uh-huh. like you said, like any other time you get to play again next week, you know, you watch that right off, you get into a whole nother competitive game. You had a whole week off, you're thinking about it. Like, mm-hmm. dang, how can we still change? You want Seattle so bad because they were talking smack when they beat you. Because it was just like, man, let's play them dudes right now. Let's line up right now. Not going to happen. I hope they don't go into this game overthinking Green Bay. Because trying to get to Seattle, trying to get to Seattle. Well, Seattle got to go to Carolina first. Listen, Kwame, uh, we've seen this story before. <laughs> we know I what's going to happen in Carolina. But you got a team that play, play each other three times. <laughs> you know that team is better all three times. But because uh, I play you three times, I can figure you out. I'm gonna beat you one time, and in the playoffs, one time is all that matters. Well, they beat them in the regular season, right? At, at, at in Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> at Seattle, so that's your. W- I'm fine being one and one with with it, with what's at stake, and that's the Super Bowl. I'm a competitor. And I'm not foolish enough to say, yeah, bring on Seattle. I'm like, okay, let me concentrate everything on Green Bay. Right, right. Because Green Bay is playing differently than how they played when they came to us. But Washington is not Cardinals. The Cardinals will have oh, to yeah. uh, oh, show yeah. up and do what they got to Don't expect nine sacks. If you get it, icing on the cake. Don't expect nine sacks. You helped me out with my fantasy. You did your job. Now it's time for y'all to do y'all job for yourself. Just get pressure on them. Put pressure. pressure on them. Lock those receivers up, and I get to why I don't want. Uh, I'd rather have Carolina and not Seattle. Lock those receivers up for Carol- for Green Bay when mm-hmm. you come here. Stop the running game. Don't yeah, and run the football. And you, you win a football game. I don't care if you win it by one or if you can let me win it by a half a point. I win the football game. I don't want to play a team that consistently beats me every year in year out. And the Seattle Seahawks. I'm a competitor. 
But it don't have to be hard all the time. I wanted if I can get a team that I know I can lock down. Seattle has receivers. Mm-hmm. The Carolina Panthers don't have receivers. That's that's dangerous enough to consistently march up and down that field. They do have a quarterback who's playing at a high level. So when when Green Bay coming here, I'd rather have Green Bay. It didn't matter if it was Green Bay or Washington. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Play that game, not the Seattle game that's coming up next, or if Seattle beats right. Carolina. Right. Play that game, not the Carolina game that's coming up next if Carolina beats Seattle. So when I get to, if I have to travel, I still think the Arizona Cardinals can go to Carolina and beat the Carolina Panthers. I agree. I think Seattle's going to beat them. I think the Cardinals, I would rather see the Cardinals, if if we're just talking if ands, or buts right now, I would love to see them at home in the NFC Championship against game Seattle? against Seattle. That don't make sense to me. This, we, we talking about a team that went to Super Bowl twice. Don't, that don't, that don't validate. Matter. You know you can beat this team. That doesn't you validate beat, my you Super beat Bowl. Them, you beat them when you were fully healthy with everyone on the field in Seattle early in the year. The times before that, you were never. You never had the quarterback. You never had some defensive guys were out. Seattle was always fully healthy. You get these guys at home in the playoffs where Seattle obviously loves the thrill where they became known with the 12s and, and all this nonsense. I'm the Arizona Cardinals. We are here to stay. Let's, let's make this message here now. We're here to stay in the NFC Championship game at our home. Our fans, we want to put this show on for the fans before we go to San Francisco. I'm not putting anything on for the fans. They're going to watch the game or you're going to come to Santa Clara <laughs> watch the game in the Super Bowl. I, I don't have. To. I'm not saying play for the fans. I'm just saying like it, it, it's a fun deal to do it in front of them. Traveling to Carolina, I don't know because they traveled to Carolina last year. Took a horrific loss. Yeah, they had Ryan Lindley, whatever. Yeah, Ooh. but but that Carolina defense ain't no joke this year as well. Let's take a break. We come back. We're gonna talk more of this. We're gonna talk more Bengals. See out. Know the Seahawks more than you know the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I'm just saying that. I, I know what you're getting I, yourself into. I know talent. Kwamla Sports Talk, Dimla Shep, we'll be right back. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Welcome back, Kwamla Sports Talk, last segment, 888-346-9144. It is Monday. Wasn't a lot of traffic out there this morning. Oh, no. I cruised right on through. Except when I got to the, uh, with a 10 and the 60 meets. Yeah, all that traffic probably that's out there. Dang- in, uh, that's, that's dangerous right there. Probably all the way out there in Glendale. And oh, man. It, it is Scottsdale. bowl weekend. It's the championship game. championship game tonight. What, 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 tonight what, is the night. I'm going to call Cricket and see if we can get uh, a bar stool. Because I, I will go out there. It's so far, though, in that traffic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going out there. Let's see if I can get to the other Dave and Buses. Yeah. That's not bad. That wouldn't be too bad. I'm going to tell Reyes Pete. She better get on her J-O-B. <laughs> mm. Lady Pete. Come on, sports talk. We gonna f- let's get back into this uh, Cardinals talk and the... Uh, we, we got to talk Cardinals. We always got to talk Suns. Let me say this about the Suns. Suns, y'all need to get it together. The Phoenix Suns need to get it together. And they don't want to give us tickets to the games. How about that? Like they <laughs> packed in the house. And we want to be – We want. I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of all the Arizona team. I'm from Virginia. Demery is from uh, Indiana. I live here. I've been here for since 94, 95. I argue with people who live here who are not fans of the home team. Drives me crazy. So I can't understand. I understand you do like who you like, but don't have a team come in here and root against your home team. Mm-hmm. Then when they leave, all of a sudden you're a home team guy, team of uh, fan again. Mm-hmm. You you one or the other. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. If you want to argue that right there, you one or the other. <laughs> you are one or the other. I'm a, I'm here. And what might makes it easier because I'm from Newport News and we didn't in the cities. In the area, our closest team was Washington, which is in Virginia, but it's two and a half hours away. I, I mean, I was a Dallas Cowboys fan growing up. Mm-hmm. When they fired Tom Landry, I was not a Dallas Cowboy fan. When they started doing drugs, because I didn't understand it, I didn't understand how you're the best in the world at what you do at every position and right. you're doing drugs. That, that, that didn't register with me. I, I couldn't understand how some of my favorite athletes were caught up. Mm-hmm. With drugs now, they get caught up in everything. But and then the Jerry Jones come in, he just fired Tom Landry like it was okay to do. Like you didn't ask him to come in the front office or anything. Yeah. You just fired him. But when you in Arizona, in that city, in that state, I, I think you root for the whole team. So you you fresh out of Indiana, so you fresh out of school. Yeah. You ain't really grasped what this thing about yet. You still rooting for the Colts. Because that's all you that's grew up. Team. I know you grew up. You, that's what you do. You that's root my for the team call. for life. Man. I know that's that's the Midwest. That, I mean, that's just how is we that roll. the Midwest? Yeah. Indiana. When you grow up with a team in your state in your city, it ain't in your. It's city. not gonna. It's not going. What are you talking about, <laughs> man? Indianapolis county. is my city. It's a county. Go ahead. Indianapolis <laughs> is my city. 
So therefore, I mean, growing up like in a Virginia, you got to pick a team. You know, no, no, no. there's no state city team. You know, if I, there there isn't, there, there's not one in Newport News. No Cowboys. There's not. It's just all pro athletes. But yeah, just yeah, just a ton of pros coming home. Right. When you're growing up in a city, like, you know, you're from Pittsburgh, you, that's always going to be your team, no matter what. Arizona has, has found a place in my heart. I like these cars. I like them because they have great people doing great things, great organization. The alumni are great. Like, it's a great unit. Like, if I can't, if we was in Jacksonville right now, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be a Jaguar fan. You know, you don't know that because a lot of mistakes that's going on right that's now. That's true, but you don't know that because. You might see something knowing the game that you can see could need to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And you might even get involved with, like you're doing with the media and marketing mm-hmm. and all that stuff, get involved with it and then have a passion for it. Mm-hmm. There was 20,000 loyal fans when we were even losing. They would show up. Wow. I knew it was bad. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I knew it was bad. When, like I told you earlier, I never felt like I lost a game for my team, for our team. I never felt that. Like I felt like I left it all out there. I balled. We just didn't have enough for other teams. We just didn't, and it also look at the fans now; they got a stadium full of fans. There's still some disloyal mother out mm-hmm, here mm-hmm. selling their tickets to Green Bay, Minnesota, Seattle. Still selling their tickets to them because there's no way you can buy that many tickets and you are louder than the home team. Mm-hmm. So the twenty thousand loyal fans that we had, they showed up, and I knew it was bad when. When I when we were sitting on the bench and they said you guys suck you I got to go to work with egg on my face See, that's when I knew it was bigger than just football I knew it was mm-hmm. people wanted to go to work on Monday and feel good about being out and that's why I said I was one of those guys that didn't want to go out when it was um when we lost mm-hmm. so you going to Jacksonville maybe you you might find a different reason because you know the game a lot of people don't know the game they just know winning and losing they just know somebody had a bad game or dropped a touchdown or threw an interception missed a kick. they missed miss the kick <laughs> they just see the obvious they mm-hmm. don't see the intricate parts of football and right. how football games are played and won right. or lost they don't see that stuff they just act like they do now being a competitor and all that stuff still you know want to get to a son's game mm-hmm. and they are like tickets should cost $100,000 to get to Suns games. That's not the case. Right. We're trying to root for the Suns. I right. live here. I'm rooting for all the home teams. Right, right. The Phoenix Mercury's, the Phoenix mm-hmm. Suns, the uh, the Hockey Coyotes, the Arizona Cardinals, first and foremost, the Diamondbacks. Mm-hmm. We got all major sports here, mm-hmm. and we got some minor sports. I'm rooting for everybody here, even Pop Warner. <laughs> when they go, when they, you know these little pop warning teams, they go to yeah, Florida they and they, go to, yeah, they go play these little cool, yeah. jamboree games. And I'm rooting for where, where's the Arizona team. Mm-hmm. So as a competitor playing with the team and just being a competitor in general and anything, most things, I'm not a fan if Seattle comes back. It, it, it doesn't validate my Super Bowl if I beat Seattle at home. It validates my Super Bowl when I win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. That that makes sense. That I, I don't have to play them again because mm-hmm. a team will figure you out if I got to play you three times and. You've been that team that consistently beat me. Mm-hmm. I don't want. I don't. I don't need you to come back to my house. I'll play you again next year. I'll play you twice next true, year true. With, a, with the Super Bowl, riding the Super Bowl high. I, I, I'd rather have Green Bay or Washington come in here. It didn't matter to me. I'd rather have Green Bay or Washington. I thought if if uh, Minnesota went to Carolina, I thought that was going to be a battle. That mm-hmm. was going to be a battle game. Mm-hmm. So if Green Bay 
Washington come here. We what we did to Green Bay. See, that's the same reverse psychology that's happening with Seattle and the Cardinals. Green Bay and Seattle. Not Green close. Bay and the Cardinals. I don't. Not close. I destroyed Green Bay when I came here that's as an Arizona Cardinal. You, you, what I'm saying with Seattle, these guys are like your big brother, your little brother. Yeah. You're in the same division. Because we used you've to be Seattle them. all the time. Yeah, exactly. And you've been seeing this team have so much success in the talk, but the Cardinals will always make it a competitive game, you know, which, they whichever stupid? way it went. They you know, done for doing that. It was that's that's just divisional rivals. I mean, obviously no, you know, I, I the NFC that. the NFC West has taken over as the hardest division in football. Tyron Matthew came out and the said best. they have the best, you know, talent. talent. You know, up and down a roster like. Well, you, I said that in the beginning. Remember, I said yeah. Seattle, uh, St. Louis Rams. If they got their right. offense together, if they had a quarterback. They'll be in the playoffs. They will be in the playoffs. All four of these teams could be well. Right. San Francisco, I don't. San Fran will they, be when they, they hire Hugh, yeah, Hugh they uh, Jackson. <laughs> they, they they under construction, but Shit, when they had Harbaugh, it was yo. They still got Harbaugh. They still got. They're they still will competitive. Get in the you playoffs. can't sleep on them. They will be a wild card. Worst case. Yeah. So I mean. That's why I think it's a little bit more than just yeah. Green Bay, they felt they got smacked in the mouth. They got punched. A competitor, oh yeah, we get another shot. That's fine. That's cool. That's sports. But when it's like another tension, it's like another level. When it's oh Seattle, we gonna play these boys three times a year. Mm-hmm. You know, potentially. If I'm Seattle, I'm saying I love to play the Cardinals three times a year because. You, you know each other. You know one another. I would love to play a team that I know. I said if I'm Seattle, if I'm Arizona, I don't want I don't want to play that. Especially what was in my It'll way. It'll make it feel that much better on my end. I'll be like, "Yes, we we got what we wanted. We got Seattle again." And what if you lose? It's for a team that consistently beat you. We but you're to, at home though. You're I don't at we home. used to we used to beat Seattle all the time yeah. when I played. We used to beat them. Anytime we played Seattle, we used to beat them. Most yeah, of the, a high other. percentage of the time. Mm-hmm. A high percentage. And we wasn't in the NFC West. Mm-hmm. At that time, I, I did play in the NFC West, but I came mm-hmm. in under the, the Arizona Cardinals, Dallas Cowboys, Washington Redskins, New York Giants, NFC East. Oh, that wow. was our conference. That's we used to battle that. Mm-hmm. So you think about those teams and that talent then. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not validated. I don't. I could care less. I notice. Look, if I can get to the Super Bowl easy with the team I have, mm-hmm. I want to get to the Super Bowl easy. I do not. I do not have to be bad. I'm battle tested. I'm 13 and 3. I do not have to go through uh, a jungle if I can walk through a uh, park. But you would rather. I don't know. Let me tell you why. I would, I would because, love to have a home game against a team that I know. I would love to have a home game against anybody. But I don't know if, if I can. If I have to pick how my destination would be, my destiny would be, I say the Green Bay Packers. Okay, what we did to the Green Bay Packers when they came here. It had implications on the Green Bay Packers in the Minnesota game. Who was going to win the NFC North? Mm-hmm. So we could control all that. We played that game. What we did to the what the Seattle Seahawks did to us, the Arizona Cardinals. We were still going to be in second place anyway. The only problem I had with that game being a blowout and how they blew them out was special teams. They couldn't stop anybody. Lockett was yeah, running Locker for, was day, going for days, mm-hmm. and then they destroyed you on your home field. Mm-hmm. That happens. Mm-hmm. Because you knew whatever was going to happen in that game, you was going to still be where you are. Guys didn't want to get hurt. I don't like you turning it all the way down, Arizona Cardinals, is what they did. They turned it all the way down, although they professed that we want to play in this game, this game matters. We found out the game didn't matter because you shouldn't lose to that team like that. Okay. Now I got, the, um, I got a game coming up this weekend in the University of Phoenix Stadium, the Arizona Cardinals. We're playing Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I got to reassess Green Bay. Because they playing, they put up 35 points. Mm-hmm. I got to reassess who they are now. 
So I got to look at this film and the Washington game and see what did they fix. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going out there and playing doing what Washington didn't do if right. I'm the Arizona Cardinals. I'm going out there and play Arizona Cardinals defense, yeah. offense, and special team. I'm going to fix that special team or somebody's going to get fired. That's just <laughs> bottom line, too. It's, yeah. it's what it is this time of the year. If I can go out there and play Arizona football, I, agree. I beat Green Bay. And then I don't care who I go to. Hopefully I get to stay at home Hopefully. and Seattle beats Carolina. Mm-hmm. What if they don't take care of business on the road? I get it. Right. I think receiver-wise there's not enough threat offensively with the uh, Carolina Panthers that could beat Seattle or the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So you might get what you want. You might get the Seattle Seahawks. And the Arizona Cardinals back here in University of Phoenix Statement in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then Arizona will be in San Fran in four weeks, mm-hmm. where I would be. Mm-hmm. So you might get that. You might get that scenario. Now, Pittsburgh Steelers, in, in, you, you done with that? We, we could talk about that tomorrow. Okay, yeah, we, 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 talk, we, we, we could take tomorrow. AFC tomorrow. Okay, yeah, that's you good. You talked about some relocations of um, teams and organizations you wanted to talk about in the last segment. Which one? Which which teams? Which relocation? I mean, oh, round. Well, I was just talking about where teams are in the second round of the playoffs. Second round of the playoffs. So we talked all the, the AFC. Yeah, all, we all talked the wild AFC card games. The road teams won first time in NFL history. That was pretty cool. That was cool to watch. Didn't see any that of that cool at all. My predictions. That cool to me. I, I, what, what did I go? One in three on my predictions. My goodness. I hate to be yeah one in three. I think maybe two and two. No, I, I went two and two because I did pick Seattle. You picked Seattle, and I picked you Pittsburgh. Pick, Pittsburgh, yeah. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Right. Um, but so, I, I'm and you okay picked uh, you picked Washington. You and Kirk picked Washington, right? So that was my loss. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then I, oh man, Houston. We'll talk and about that pick, tomorrow. And you picked yeah. Because I we talk <laughs> AFC trash tomorrow. We talk AFC trash oh, tomorrow. Oh my goodness! Tonight's you two, you game. two and two, two and two. I'm okay with that right now. You okay, okay with two with and two? That. You're just average. Uh, I would have been four. I would have been four and zero oh if if if. What uh, would you turn out? Blair four you, and zero. Oh? I mean, no, th- uh, 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 three and one, <laughs> three and one. I yeah. mean, Kansas City, you know, I, you know. But I'm I'm smart. I'm smart like that. Three and one, Kansas City over Houston. Everybody picked that game. Come no, on. no, you pick Houston. Yeah, I went on a limb. Don't go on a limb. Don't go on a limb with your life. <laughs> Don't play with though. your life. That's hey, true. I didn't lose no money. You, you, huh? We did. <laughs> what? We ain't bet. We ain't bet on Houston. Oh my god. We didn't goodness. bet on Houston. We did bet. We didn't bet on Houston. You said you already in a hole. I said okay. Well, whatever. Bet. I said I think we were betting drinks, wine. Yeah, we, Ice okay. we'll get the wine out then. That's fine. I don't um, want no cheap wine. That's all I'm going to say. Big game tonight. National Championship game. Clemson. Alabama, Clemson. South Carolina. Who you got? I got uh, Clemson. Why? Because I got Clemson. I got Alabama. Of course you do. Calvin you, you, Ridley. You, 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 Derrick Henry. You, you. Big Mamma Jemmas up front. Let me say that. Big Mamma Jemmas will, will beat you down. Here's you where they're going to lose the game. Up front. Here's where Clemson going to lose the game. It's up front. You are like they've been. They Both not, sides of the ball, though. No, they're not. Alabama front seven on that oh, defense? Oh, yeah. I said, I said up front. What's up front? Jeez. Everybody got skilled players. Yeah, here's, what the SC, here's what the SEC does. They get big guys out of nowhere, mm-hmm. well, out of somewhere, <laughs> and they beat you down up front. Mm-hmm. And then they got a running back that look like he a guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clemson don't just stay in the ACC. Nobody, you, you think of ACC, SEC. You say, okay, well, I'm taking the SEC. Okay, it was Vanderbilt. That's I'm not taking, what I'm thinking. No. I'm saying, that's, not what, I'm that's not what I'm on. Don't take the words out of my mouth. I ain't taking nothing Alabama's out of Put just, them in your mouth. Alabama's just, they're just a bigger, better team. I think they're just going to beat them down. You Both think sides so? of the ball. Like you said up front, I like Deshaun Watson. I like the skill players. I like the skill play of Clemson. 
They have a lot of talent. They have a lot of not talent. Not taking anything away. If Johnny Manziel can beat them, go ahead. But it's all about the wear and tear. It's it's going to break them down. That boy Derrick Henry so? coming behind that line. <laughs> Calvin Ridley on a play-action play from Coker. Ain't going to be none of that. Whew. Them really boys nice. from ACC. Really nice. ACC. That's the conference I grew up in. ACC. Them boys going to handle their business tonight. It's going to be 24-31. Alabama going to put up 24. Clemson going to put up 17. With a, chance to, with a chance to win? A tie with, a ch- up. with a chance to win, Deshaun uh, Watson. Well, we'll talk, uh, we'll talk uh, BCS championship game tomorrow along with the a- AFC. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kwamala Sports Talk. We got to get out of here. Too bad it went too fast. Demi Lachey in the studio. Kurt will be back maybe tomorrow. Well, we will see. We out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.